Hi everyone, my name is Jacob Sanderson and I'm the host of episode one of Let's Talk Farm Fresh, The Advantages of Buying Local Foods. Within this episode, we will learn how to create a farmer's market within your local area. Going over several different points, point one being how to find community resources and select the appropriate location for your farmer's market. Point two, we'll go over how to encourage involvement within that farmer's market. In point three, we'll go over how to have legal status and all the required paperwork filled out and where to find those resources. So starting off first in the first part of this episode, we'll go over how to find the community resources. And by that, what I mean is to make sure that there is a want and slash need for, for a farmer's market in your location. You don't want to have to just set up a ram, random farmer's market in a location that doesn't, doesn't necessarily want one or there already is one in your local community just because um, it's going to find hard, uh, it's going to be hard trying to find support for that local farmer's market just because support may be somewhere else and, uh, you really don't want, you want it to be an encouraging and uplifting type of environment, not one that where you're having to basically drag someone out there to be there. You want to make sure that those farmers want to be there and those people, those consumers want to come and purchase food from them and be educated by them. So, um, and next you're going to really the first step after that is trying to find an appropriate location within your community. You want to make sure that you have all the appropriate uh, things needed to set up in a, a successful farmer's market. You don't necessarily want to just do it out in the middle of nowhere in a field because you want to make sure that the consumers are close enough to the area to actually want to come purchase things that it's not going to be too far out of their way. And you want to make sure there's also available parking um, so those people aren't being discouraged if they're uh if the, if the parking lot's necessarily full or if there's not one and they have to park on a like a dangerous road for instance um you also want to make sure that there's uh cover from weather this is more dependent on the type of environment and stuff you're in you want to make sure you're accommodating for that type of environment so if you are uh mostly in the cold maybe try to find a warm building or something that doesn't require too much sacrifice to be on the inside of. By sacrifice, I mean um, charge for too much rent or something like that. And you also want to make sure there's appropriate seating for socializing and other activities because the main point of a farmer's market, while yes, is for the consumer to buy directly from a local farmer, it also is to help educate the consumers and encourage talks and encourage um, socializing between the consumer and that local farmer. Part two is all about finding encouragement. While I know this kind of coexists with the um, making sure there's a want and a need for um, that local farmer's market, you also want to make sure that there's a demand and or a large group of vendors that you can be able to solicit. Successful markets need a mix of products and services to attract regular customers. 
um, usually you can actually find vendors and or farmers that are willing to go to farmers markets um, on a local website or a government website where they are officially registered. You also want to encourage consumer bases. By that, you can also put out um, the appropriate like ads in like lo your local newspaper or even a really good resource these days is using the internet such as social media. Just because there's so many different platforms that you are able just to collect, connect with a large group of, of people with nowadays. Next for part three, you also want to make sure, which is honestly the most probably important part, is that you have legal status. You want to make sure that all of your vendors and yourself have the appropriate licensing and requirements for um, selling food to the public. Just for instance, I know that you, um, if you have a vendor there selling eggs, you need to make sure that that vendor is there with the appropriate licensing and that their eggs have been graded by the USDA because if they are not, it's actually illegal for them to be selling it for human consumption because they may be selling eggs that are um, grade below the legal consumption for human consumption. You also want to make sure that you apply for any nonprofit statuses that you can in your state and local area just because this will help encourage um, involvement and uh, help gather resources from your local government and and then next just to kind of help encourage maybe those people that don't believe that they could um, necessarily afford local grown foods you could also develop or connect with um, I know here in Oklahoma just as a example you can apply for um, to be involved with programs such as food stamps and try to get some more encouragement from those people that um, have uh, that necessarily don't think they could afford that healthier grown local food. And third but lastly, which could be honestly one of the most important parts of this point three is to make sure you develop rules not only for, that consumers or people coming into your farmer's market, you want to make sure you're developing those rules for your vendors as well, making sure that you're running a organized um, farmer's market and operation to make sure everything runs smoothly as possible so that it can be an uplifting and great environment to help encourage education about agriculture. Thank you. Have a great day, everyone.